Stay tuned for the return of Professor Theo's mostly harmless Halloween haunts. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome. Little recommended listening before jumping into this week's story. You want to start with last month's mostly harmless Halloween haunts, part one of three. But going back even farther than that, there's a lot of background built into episodes 35, holding out for a hero, 52, trick or trick, 53, dreamscape, and episode 99, from last Halloween, a zombie and an ethery. All five episodes tie into this week's Pep You Up! Sylvester Adams had grown accustomed to awakening only to find that he had brought something back from his dream world into the real world. So when he first spotted the Candy Corn Army marching through the streets of Splendid, he was at first scared that maybe he was to blame. But he wasn't. What Sylvester witnessed out his window was the same thing all of us observed. Our town of Splendid, West Virginia, was under attack by candy run amok. Oversized sweets led by the trick had a proverbial hand on our throat. They were choking the life out of us, and all of our attempts to fight back had been thwarted. Even the kids' superheroes had been bested temporarily. Sylvester simply hid. Most of us did. The trick's defenses were too tough to break. On my suggestion to city council, plans had been made to reinvigorate and re-release the pep-up monster. I'd run out of ideas. I was desperate. Everyone was. That's probably why my plan was so quickly approved. I know many saw it as a last resort. Nearby Pepville, part of the greater splendid metropolitan area, is home to the Pep-Up Soda Factory. Now, you might not have Pep-Up Soda where you live, but around here people love their Pep-Up Cola drinks. Most people drink five to seven cans a day. Not me. Not, well, not that much, anyway. Anyway, don't drink five to seven cans of any soda any day. Longtime listeners of the show will certainly remember the tale of the time that foaming, snarling, pep-up soda monster came to life straight out of that factory. What had been born was a giant, brightly colored, fizzing concoction that stood ten stories high. Howling horribly, it screamed, I'm going to pep you up, as it stormed through and tore apart large portions of the city in its hunt for more sugar. Town dentist and anti-sugar advocate Dr. Payne had saved the day with his giant sword-like toothbrush. Dr. Payne is now on city council and was the lone vote against my plan. 
and time would prove him right, I guess, though I hate to admit that. Bringing back the pep-up monster would be easy. After it had been vanquished, the cause of its origin had been discovered. Pep-up soda plant managers had approved a plan to add a super-duper sugar additive, a jolt, to the already super-sugary drink in their attempts to develop a new Pep-up Plus. Well, that jolt was so powerful, too powerful, and it caused the monster to grow and emerge. For safety reasons, the super-duper sugar additive recipe has been locked away ever since, never to be used again, in the super-secret lab of an area science professor at Splendid University. That's right, it's me. I have it. I'm the only one who knows how to bring back the monster. And that's just what I did. Pep you up, it screamed. For now the second time in three years, as it stormed downtown streets in search of downtown suites, it found plenty, too, which is why for a while the plan seemed brilliant. That pep-up monster gobbled up Snickers and peanut butter candies and sweet tarts galore. The Trick's candy army was no match. In fact, within a couple of hours, every bit of the Trick's treats had been devoured. We thought it was over. Splendid billions celebrated. What's better, the pep-up monster actually seemed satisfied. He stopped yelling. Stomping, sat down, relaxed. Everyone partied. That's when it occurred. You know what happens when you eat too much candy, don't you? I mean way too much candy. Yeah. The pep-up monster got a giant-sized tummy ache, and, well, I don't know how to say this and be delicate at the same time. The thing hurled, vomited, puked everywhere, all over the place. The streets, which had been emptied, safely restored, were now full of the Trick's army. But super yucky as they were, they were angry, really mad. The pep-up monster was, too. And you know what? He turned on us. The beast sided with the trick. That's when Dr. Payne showed up to confront the trick, the pep-up monster, and the hundreds, thousands of candy soldiers intent on ripping Splendid apart. Enough, a voice answered back. Leave this city alone. The pep-up monster and the trick stopped, growled toward the figure, who are you? the trick asked. The voice answered back, I'm Dr. Payne, the town dentist, and I'm your worst nightmare. Dr. Payne was wielding like a sword a giant toothbrush. He wasn't alone. He had equipped several dozens of his fellow townspeople with toothbrush weaponry and giant tubes of toothpaste. The battle was on. And you know, all of this worked the first time around, but Dr. Payne didn't have as much success this year. His merry band of good oral hygiene fanatics put up a good fight. 
but each one had been tossed aside, stuck in place, or devoured by the Pip-Up monster. Now, really, all hope was lost. Pretty much everyone gave up at that point. Everyone but Sylvester Adams, who'd been watching all of this from the comfort of his second-story bedroom window. Sylvester had an idea. A dreamscape plan hatched in his imaginative and powerful brain. I have to sleep. I have to dream, he said. Sylvester went to sleep that night, fully aware that this town's only hope may lay in him, the power of his dream world, and what he might be able to bring back to reality with him. To be continued later this month, when the dreamscape returns. Until then, have a wild and wonderful and weird and creative and fun week, listeners. Don't eat too much candy. Be good to each other. Be helpers. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might turn you into a pumpkin or candy corn. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Have a splendid Halloween.